0: Support for this podcast is brought to you by CultureAmp. Eliminate the guesswork of company culture with CultureAmp, the world's largest independent employee feedback platform. CultureAmp goes beyond aggregating survey results to deliver rich insights and data-driven action plans on an easy-to-use interface. With a powerful platform, science-backed surveys, and a focus on customer success, CultureAmp helps you increase employee engagement and build a positive company culture. Start developing a deep understanding of your employees' experience today by visiting cultureamp.com slash future. That's cultureamp.com slash future. There's been more of scientific discovery, more of technical advancement and material progress in your lifetime and mine, than in all the ages of history. Hi everyone, this is Matt Alder. Welcome to episode 174 of the Recruiting Future podcast. Attracting senior digital talent is an issue for many employers as the pace of digital transformation increases. But how can smaller companies compete with competitors for talent who have bigger budgets and more resources? My guest this week is Jordan Meyer founder of Granular, a 16-person company who've been brilliantly successful at attracting exceptional digital talent to the business. Enjoy the interview. Hi, Jordan, and welcome to the podcast. Hi, Matt. Thanks for having me. An absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Could you just introduce yourself and tell everyone what you do?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm Jordan Meyer, uh, located in uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and I founded the agency Granular. Um, we are a digital marketing agency we really kind of narrowly focus on paid digital marketing so you know we're doing a lot of stuff that uh, that people have kind of a, a small sliver of in their agency but we're absolutely not a full service agency so we're not you know designing websites we're not good at design we're not good at a lot of other stuff that a full service agency does so we kind of uh, stay in our in our lane, um, really going deep within digital marketing. You know, we're an AdWords premier partner, a Bing partner, and then we we basically run ads on pretty much anything that you can you can bid on and flight with on within the internet. Um, we're we're pretty small. We have uh, 15 people uh, going on 16 soon, uh, with pretty steady growth over the the four years we've been in business. Um, and we only hire senior talent, so there's definitely some uh, hiring challenges and uh, some staffing uh, kind of road roadblocks to to work around. Um, but yeah, I mean that's in short, pretty much. Who we are, what we do,
0: and I kind of really want to sort of get into talking about, um, you know, know, hiring talent and uh, the culture that you've developed and and all that kind of stuff. Um, But perhaps it might be useful. I mean, tell us a little bit more about the story of, uh, you know, why you started the agency and um, how it's how it's grown.
1: Sure. So this is uh, I'm I'm fairly young, so I can actually say this has been my, my entire career has been in the digital marketing space. Um, I started my career about a year or two after Google Ads uh, launched. Um, so I was you know pretty new into the into the industry that was new itself, which you know helped me really gain a, a good foothold in the industry and, and be, you know, very experienced uh, nowadays compared to uh, a lot of other folks in the industry. Um, but I got my start at a small e-commerce company. So I got, you know, thrown into the deep end, really uh, marketing kind of obscure products, um, selling them online, working in a, a definitely online shop, but it was actually a kind of a catalog mixed with, with e-commerce. Um, so that was a that was interesting kind of foray into digital marketing from there i went to work at uh two agencies uh in town where i was kind of doing everything under the sun in in terms of digital i was doing seo email marketing paid search affiliate you know those were pretty much all under one bucket um at that first agency I quickly realized that I really was passionate about paid search and paid digital. So in order to focus on that, I had to go to a larger agency, which I did. Um, There I got to work with a lot of other e-commerce companies, but also a lot of lead generation uh, clients where we had to drive qualified leads for a certain cost. Um, I did good work there. I, I shared a lot of that on, on a personal blog and, and Twitter and really got my name out there and ended up being recruited by Best Buy Corporate up in Minneapolis, um, where I, I moved and, uh, ran uh, digital marketing there, uh, on a pretty big team. Um, but I got to spend, you know, tens of millions of dollars and really drive a lot of, uh, a lot of revenue through their e-commerce, which was exciting. Um, from there, I went on to uh, two universities. And, uh, you know, growing up in my my career ladder, I got to basically build and lead uh, digital teams, uh, everything from, you know, kind of where I started, you know, every, every kind of aspect of digital marketing I was in charge of, but my passion was still in paid search. So actually on the... Uh, while I was in corporate world, uh, because of the blog and because of my kind of profile, I was getting contacted a lot from, uh, from other companies just to, you know, either try to poach me or, uh, I, I typically spun that into side business. So I would consult, I would, uh, do work on, on nights and weekends, managing paid search, managing digital marketing for other companies where, you know, it wasn't a conflict with my, my corporate job. Um, and in in 2013, that really kind of came to a head where I was running out of my nights and weekends. You know, I couldn't sell anymore, any more time because I didn't have any. I'm really kind of a workaholic, but I, uh, I kind of hit the limit there. So I was at a crossroads of, you know, do I go full time into um, this this kind of side business and make it my my full focus, or do I continue to try to balance this and, and turn business away? Or do I stay in the corporate world where I was pretty high up on the ladder already and I had a pretty good path, you know, carved out for me? Um, And ultimately, you know, I was talking to uh, one of my clients who happened to be in Milwaukee and they really wanted more of my time and I wanted to give it to them. And they also had... Uh, kind of a shared vision with me of uh, growing Granular because I, I kind of already created the brand in 2013, uh, growing Granular into into something bigger. So uh, December 2014, we officially uh, formed a partnership, and I you know put my house up for sale in, in Minneapolis, moved back to Milwaukee, and officially started Granular. So fast forward to 2019. um, We have, you know, 15 or 16 full employees. Um, We're still laser focused on paid digital. And, uh, you know, the vision has become a reality. But, you know, at each step, uh, I continue to to try to grow this thing and turn it into a a real business.
0: Now, you mentioned that you only recruit sort of senior digital professionals and, um, yeah, recruiting digital professionals is probably, um, you know, a, a challenge, um, probably overgeneralizing, but maybe not much for, for pretty much every, um, employer on the planet. At the moment, and um, you know, it, it, it's interesting that you know large employers, for example, like Best Buy, um, can sort of throw money and resources at the problem to to, to try and solve that and build an employer brand and do whatever they need to do um, to get people to join their business. Um, I'm really interested in how a, a small startup agency, um, you know, goes about getting that senior digital talent to to join your organization.
1: Sure, um, you nailed it. It's and that's that's what we're up against. Uh, as you know, large companies start to notice us and, and notice that uh, you know there's there's a small pool here with a lot of talent. So they they may as well fish here for for their talent. Um, big companies can throw money around and um, they can throw a big project at you that sounds exciting. Um, what I've come to learn is that. The culture and the work environment is sometimes, you know, I, th- I would say, often more important uh, to senior uh, search specialists and senior digital marketers than uh, the flashy gig. So I've got kind of a, a, a really targeted and, and lucky uh, type of personnel that I'm trying to hire here because... By them being senior, you know it helps my business quite a bit. I can charge pretty good rates. Um, they're very efficient uh, because they they don't have to learn on the job. Um, they're self starters. They're self managing. It's it's really a, an efficient workforce that we have. But on the, on the on another bonus of that is that they've seen kind of the other side of things. I've hired people from. Uh, corporate, I've hired them from other agencies and they've seen at least a few workplaces, they've seen a few jobs, they've lived it, they know what they like, they know what they don't like. And I think because I've had the same experience, I know how to play into those strengths and weaknesses of, of the employers where we can offer um, a very satisfying work environment here. Um, we're, we're a lot more flexible, there's a lot more autonomy. The pay is is pretty close to what you can get uh, at corporate gigs, especially for um, you know we're seeing some corporate folks that just don't understand the value quite yet, so they're they're actually not uh, paying as much as they, they should be, um, and that gives us a, a kind of an upper hand. But yeah, it's definitely tough um, to to attract digital talent. But what I've seen um, just with I mean, the, the untargeted outreach is is just really out in the marketplace too much. Um, I'm getting targeted for entry-level jobs still because people just send mass messages on LinkedIn and, and mass emails. They don't really think about who they're going after very much
0: yeah um ab- absolutely i couldn't i couldn't agree more and i i still get emails like that um, um i'm thinking sometimes they've come through a time machine from 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 what i was doing 20 years ago um i, I i'd really kind of like to dive in and talk more about um more about the sort of the, the culture and the and the kind of the work experience that that you've created um before we do that though um could you you know so untargeted sort of um unsolicited messages to uh uh you know senior digital professionals are a kind of pretty much a non-starter how how do you go about sort of connecting with um the audiences that you need to recruit so you can have the opportunity to tell them your story
1: i think our secret is um a lot of what we don't do so we don't post on job boards um we don't go to job fairs. We don't hire interns or post internships, and uh, we don't use recruiters. Um, I'm not saying any of those are bad, but they are bad for us um, because what you're you're doing is just taking a really broad reach. You're throwing you're casting a, a very large net and hoping that you get uh, you know a, a good employee in there. And you kind of wear yourself down by sorting through so many so many resumes and so many CVs that you really become you know it's it's almost uh, it's, it's not fun to, to go through that many you know kind of applications and, and you kind of lose your passion of, of hiring and you're really just trying to fill a position at that point. So what we do is throughout the year, um, kind of on a monthly basis, we make a small target list of people that we would like to uh, talk to or, you know, potentially have work for us. And we do kind of soft introductory meetings. That's typically having a coffee or a lunch with an individual, just saying that, you know, we want to get to know them. And, and you know, it's a, it's a little veiled, but it's, uh, it's definitely not, you know, fully, um, you know, untruthful it's it's really good just to get to know someone at a human level and you know take each other's guard down and really just see you know how their current work environment is um, you know how they've gotten to that point in their career what they're looking for uh, in in the future uh, for their career and tell them about granular and uh, typically it just kind of opens up uh, a natural conversation where by the end of that meeting, they're asking questions about how they work for us, and uh, we've seen, you know, through through experience of our own, that uh, a lot of these these outreaches are are very veiled, and you know, you get five minutes into a conversation, and it's a it's a recruiter or it's a, a senior you know, director at a at a place that is really trying to hire you that day. And it turns into a, a really strict kind of interview, and I think that's it's it's a very contrasting difference where, you know, we actually want to get to know the person because culture fit is very important to us. We're not going to hire, you know, a jerk. We're not going to hire uh, a blabbermouth. We're not going to hire people that just like don't fit our culture from a from a fit standpoint because. Um, at the end of the day, you're working with these folks, you know, day in and day out, and that's really important. So yeah, I think um, from a recruiting standpoint, it's really important just to ease into it and kind of build up this bench of people who are already warmed up to your company. And uh, even if we don't have a, a current opening, we'll continue to do these meetings throughout the year, just so we you know, continue to nurture those relationships and really get to know some people um so when we do have an opening we can go back to them and it's a second or a third meeting versus a first meeting where we're you know going from cold to hot as fast as possible because we're we're needing to hire so i think it's smart to to build up that bench
0: fantastic and that that makes perfect sense um so just, just in terms of the sort of the story that you're telling what 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 would you say is unique about the the culture that you've built within the business
1: uh, it's it's a very laid back culture um, with kind of performance um, at the, at the forefront. So while we have lofty goals for for everyone that works here, um, it's not a high pressure environment. It's really you know building on each other's strengths and building on on everyone's individual strengths to make uh, as strong as a company as possible. Um, collaboration is is kind of also at the core of granular um you know iron sharpens iron and we have a lot of uh senior talent here who uh may may come in and think you know they were hired because they're amazing at what they do and they are but then i talk to them a few weeks after they've started and and you know time and time again they're they just say you know wow this is uh you know, I've learned so much already from people and I, I really didn't expect to learn that much because I thought we were all kind of senior level and it's I think it's humbling and I think that initial experience really helps grow our collaborative culture and it makes for a really cool environment because everyone is is kind of at the same level and, and everyone's here to help each other even though um, we don't all work on the, on the same clients. Um, so that's that's kind of the the core. I mean, on top of that, we have a lot of good perks. But we've seen you know agencies and, and corporations try to try to follow in the footsteps of folks like Google and and larger corporations where you know they have very fun, cool perks. Um, they're expensive, so you know we we try to have some of that um but we are still a small business so we don't have have everything they have but you know we have a flexible schedule so people um you know within reason come in when they want leave when they want as long as their their job is is getting done um snacks good coffee you know cool office environment we have you know standing desks and uh, you know, Herman Miller desk chairs. And, you know, a lot of this stuff actually comes from my past experience and my past wants that that weren't fulfilled. Um, you know, I had a really low desk at, at an, an agency and I, I begged them to raise it. And I, you know, I, I asked that we get one standing desk that everyone can share and that never happened. You know, I've had bad office chairs and I know how, that, how annoying that can be throughout your workday. I've had bad equipment and I know, you know, how that can affect your productivity so i try to like take out all those little annoyances that that people find in their day-to-day jobs you know as they as they get into a job you know smaller things can annoy them so i try to get rid of all of that try to have a comfortable fun uh office environment but also um you know make it make it productive and and um kind of a a good place to work without too many distractions
0: so final question um and you know obviously you've covered you've covered all of this already but i'm, I'm just interested if you could um, perhaps summarize um the advice that you would give to other employers um, who are looking to sort of recruit uh, you know senior digital talent
1: sure so i think uh a big gap that I've, I've seen in my professional career is the person actually reaching out and meeting with the potential uh, recruit. Um, I think it really helps to talk the talk and walk the walk when you're talking to an individual with a skill set that's not generalized. So if you're talking to a digital marketing expert, make sure that you have a recruiter or at least an interviewer who has digital marketing experience that will go further than any other tactic you can think of. Um, it works very well for us because my background is in digital. My VP's background is in digital. We can really cut to the chase and talk, you know, deep digital trends and strategy and, and tactics with the recruit right away. Um, and they appreciate that a lot of these, you know, a lot of folks in our industry aren't super outgoing. It's, it's kind of an introvert data-driven type of person. And, uh, and I'll, I'll put myself in that category. You know, we kind of despise the lofty small talk. How are you doing type of conversations with recruiters who, uh, don't understand our industry. So if you can really, um, find someone you know on your team or or outsource this recruiter that can actually talk to digital marketing i think you're going to be at a, a very big advantage over uh, over anyone else and then you know, just to harp on, on the fact, again, that we have a lot of soft meetings that aren't really uh, interviews before the interview. I think that's really important just to start building a bench of, of potential talent um, throughout the year. Because just like anything, if you're, if you're trying to go on a date or if you're trying to um, make a sale and you're desperate, it'll show. And the same thing shows when you're trying to, trying to hire somebody when you desperately need to fill that position. Um, so it really helps to have that kind of bench of, uh, of talent waiting there.
0: Jordan, thank you very much for talking to me.
1: Yeah, thanks so much. It was great. My thanks to Jordan Meyer.
0: You can subscribe to this podcast in Apple Podcasts or via your podcasting app of choice. The show also has its own dedicated app, which you can find by searching for Recruiting Future in your app store. If you're a Spotify user, you can also find the show there. You can find all the past episodes at www.rfpodcast.com. On that site, you can subscribe to the mailing list and find out more about working with me. Thanks very much for listening. I'll be back next week, and I hope you'll join me.
1: This is my show.